Oh, summer's here and it's time to relax. Hold on, wait, summer's here, but we've got work to do. Hi, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we help people begin their personal growth journeys. This summer, we're bringing you the Summer Growth Series, two months of quick episodes packed with practical steps and advice you can use right now to jumpstart your growth journey. Already into personal development? Don't worry, there's plenty of good tips here for you too. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey y'all, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of our Summer Growth Series. We're so pumped that you're here. And honestly, I know it's shocking, but we're going to be winding down this series. And next week is actually going to be the last episode in our Summer Growth Series. I know, I'll give you a chance to be sad for a second. But we're going to get through some amazing topics. And today we're going to talk all about committing to a healthier you. Now, when we give it that title, The fear was that you would think healthier you means, you know, diet, exercise, whatever. But we're going to look at it as a whole. Every facet of you and your life, we want to be healthy and vibrant and amazing. And we want to talk through all of what that entails today on this episode. So I hope you all are ready. I'm so glad that you said that it's not just about diet and exercise because I feel like clearly fitness is super important. Fitness has a big part of many of our lives and should absolutely be a part of our lives. But it's definitely not the only focus here. And we just want to talk through today about how we can make sure that we're living healthy lives in every single area. I think really when when I was thinking about this topic, I think it all starts with uh, internal awareness as far as where you're at. Like You have to understand where your pain points are. And if you don't know where your pain points are, then it's going to be really hard to move forward and become a healthier you. Like I know for us many times, like we're, you know, we're serious about our fitness. We love running. I feel like that's kind of taken care of. Like I feel good about what I'm doing with my fitness. It's not all the time. I'll be honest, but when I'm on track, I know that I have that under control, but then there's other areas then because you can't focus on just the one pillar. Like there's other pillars of your life that you need to have in line. And so what are your pain points? Because you have to start questioning that to figure out where you need to potentially put your focus because you don't need to focus on the things that you already have under control and you don't need to puff your chest out and toot your own horn over there too and focus any energy or attention. If you have that under control, where else do you need to look? Right. And the great thing about that is that obviously it's really, really hard to do a thousand things at once. So in this scenario where you have the things that are working better for you, those are the ones that can kind of move a little bit more to autopilot while you work on the things that are maybe not coming as naturally right now to you. And I think that one of the things that we need to do is focus on our minds and like what we can do to have a healthy, happy mindset and a strong mind. And I think that what we need to do there is really continue to challenge ourselves and come up with new things that we want to try, come up with new ideas that we want to take on. And maybe that's not something that you want to start today because you need to think about it a little bit. And that's totally fine. But just being able to just stay away from the mundane and try something that will really invigorate your mind and something that you're not going to be able to use for autopilot. Yeah. I mean, it's it it's so easy to do. I mean, you think about a lot of times with your mindset, with your brain, look at the science, y'all. I mean, if you do not use it, if you do not use your brain, if you do not challenge yourself, it will break down over time. You are not 
improving if you're not constantly putting things in front of you. But we like to easily kind of let off the throttle, shift into that comfort zone, shift into that familiarity zone, and we don't actually look for ways and places in our lives where we can challenge ourselves. I think it's really easy to see why we do this because a lot of times life can be a grind. It can be a challenge. So why would I want to challenge myself somewhere else? I just want to, I do want to shift, as you were saying, Meg, into autopilot. Let's put the cruise control on and relax for a little while. And trust me, we totally believe in taking breaks. So that's not what I'm saying. Don't, don't take me wrong there. But if you want to expand your mind, if you want to grow, if you want to push your mindset, you're going to have to introduce things into your life that you've never experienced before, that you've never understood before. Because as challenging as those moments are, you also are invigorating your mind and learning so much quicker and faster in the things that you haven't experienced. Because when you're looking at things that you've done constantly, you're using a half mind. You're not even thinking you, you literally are not even thinking about it. You're just doing it. And I'll give you a perfect example. When you drive home today, if you're at a place you normally are, if you're at work, if you're at another place that you typically drive home from and you get home, do you ever question the fact of how you got there? Are you, did you ever think like, man, I wasn't even paying any amounts of attention. Like you literally are on autopilot. You don't even understand the roads that you're turning on and what you're doing because all of a sudden you left and then you're home because you're so used to doing it. And the struggle is if you're constantly living your life that way, then you're going to be living your life with those blinders on and you're never actually going to push yourself any further. So today we would just encourage you to take a chance on something, find something that you don't know how to do and work on that because that's just going to trigger your mind to become a stronger, more vibrant thing. You're going to be able to do more, learn more, absorb more when you're actually taking on something that you've never had to had to know before. Right. We touched on it briefly. I mean, this isn't what the whole episode's about, but finding ways to incorporate healthy changes in your body can definitely help your mind. So committing to things like drinking more water every day or walking your dog at least a several times at least several times a week, or maybe you're running a couple times a week or doing yoga or whatever it is, they don't have to be big changes to make a big impact somewhere. But if you start doing it, you'll see the impact, I can guarantee you, almost immediately. Once you push back that initial feeling of, I don't want to, you will go out there, take the chance, step into it, and you'll see all the magic happen in all the other areas of your life. It just will happen because it's so important to your overall health. Yeah, and the big one here is just to start somewhere. If you can just start any of those things, maybe maybe for you it is going to be the drink your water drink more water thing. That's great. Try that. You don't have to like decide that you're going to drink the water, walk the dog, do a marathon. Like you don't have to add all those things together. One healthy change, like one little thing can make such a huge difference in not only your physical body but also your mental health as well. Yeah, that's right. And then when I was thinking about this topic too, I'm thinking about leaning into stronger relationships and focusing on growing those. What are the positive relationships in your life? What are the things in your life, the areas and the people that you want to get closer with? It's time to stop thinking that it might be great to do that someday, or you would love to have a great relationship. And you know, talking is great, but you know, you don't really know how to do it, but you know how you get experience of things you don't know how to do. You lean into that discomfort and you do it anyway. And it makes a huge difference. 
me and Megan didn't start out sitting here having these open and meaningful conversations. We didn't start out being vulnerable with each other. Heck, we didn't do it at all, as I recall. But we got to a place where we had no other choice, either walk away or start getting real. And we started getting real. And we've continued to do it. And we've continued to do it because it's so helpful in your relationship. So what are you putting off? What are the things that you know you should be doing in your heart, but you are not doing with your words? I'm going to share an embarrassing story just because I feel like I should. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not about you, don't worry. So for most of my adult life, I have felt like I just don't have really a, a female friendship base. Like I just don't have friends to lean on. I have, you know, a very close girlfriend several hours away. But other than that, I just don't have what I think society thinks that we all have, right? There's like six of you and you're all super close and you go out to dinner and stuff. That doesn't that doesn't happen for me. I don't know if that's real for you, but it's not real for me. And this long bothered me. Like it was a very big thing for me. I was like, I just don't have anyone to talk to and I don't know how to fix it. So I just didn't do anything. Like that was just how it was. But let me tell you, about a year ago, maybe a little bit more, I decided I was going to change that. And I kind of leaned into that discomfort and I started making sure that I was developing friendships and relationships with other women who could support me and film and help me through this life. I've gotten closer with moms and it's not like I have that group of six girlfriends now that I was talking about, but I have made a huge dent in it. I've made friendships that I can text other women with. I've met other women and like a other women entrepreneurs that I can talk to, that I can Zoom with, that I can text with. There's so many more women for me today than even a year or a year and a half ago that I can lean on, that I can have as friendships in my life. And it's been just on me to develop them because it just doesn't happen. And I always kind of thought that it should just happen for you. Mm-hmm. And learning that it doesn't and there was work to be, that like is what we're talking about here. Like Taking the initiative to build a stronger relationship, to take somebody that could be a friend for you and actually cultivate that relationship those kind of things is where you have to start. And it has made a really big difference in how I feel about my life, myself, my outlook, everything. Right. And I think like a lot of the things you were, you were looking at in this is like the barrier to entry. Like what were the things that were in your way? Because naturally when we make friends in school or like we're on a team together or whatever, there's like a, there's something that brings people together into a group and makes it easier. But into adulthood, I don't know about y'all, but I find it really difficult to find other people. But one of the things for barrier to entry for us was geographically, like we moved away from everyone we knew because we were originally from Michigan and now we're in North Carolina. And so like, we don't have that in common anymore. And to be honest, most of those friendships fell off because we're not seeing them constantly. They're not there. But like Meg said, a lot of these entrepreneurial friends we have that we've met through trainings, masterminds, whatever we've been able to keep in touch with them and they're on the same wavelength as us. So whether they're sitting here in North Carolina or they're sitting in Florida or wherever else, we can touch base with them the same way we could with anyone else. And technology is an amazing thing with that. I mean, you can jump on a Zoom call like Meg said, you can FaceTime, you can call. There's so many different ways to get in touch with people. Heck, we've been on trainings with people that are like overseas and you're talking to them just like they're in your living room. I mean, the reality is, don't look for the obstacles, look for the solutions. And like Meg said, when you when she started doing that in her own life, then it just they started coming in front of her. And when we say that, that doesn't mean that all of those things will just all of a sudden open up and every person you reach out to will want to be your best buddy. Like that's not what we're saying. 
But we're saying if you don't try, you certainly won't make any friends or connections that can be meaningful in your life. So where are those things? Where are those places that you feel like you're falling short? Lean into those. Start getting a little more uncomfortable. Start getting a little more vulnerable and see where it takes you. And then the other big area of a healthier you, I really think, is spirituality. And I know for us, our spiritual health really matters. Where you need to ensure that we're praying, actually opening our Bibles is a big one, doing devotionals, going to church. And those are the things that for us are keeping us spiritually strong. And when we fall off of those habits, that's when we start to struggle even more. So I think that leaning into your spirituality and leaning into your faith is a really big important part, maybe the biggest part, arguably, of a healthier you when you're looking at the whole you altogether, not just little parts of you. I think having that good, solid place to stand on, that place to lean into is really, it matters. It matters. Right, right. And I like the fear here is that like we're preaching to y'all. I promise we're not. But we'd be remiss to not say something about a core of our life and our being. And, And for me, the idea that there's something bigger than me, that there's something that's in control, there's a... There's someone in my corner. There's someone there for me, even though I feel alone, even though I feel like it's way too much and way too heavy and way too big a burden to carry and just too much discomfort to lean into. Like I couldn't possibly do it on my own two feet. I have a greater power there, someone helping me along the way and opening doors and leading the path. But the thing is, I have to still take the steps to allow that to happen. And so the struggle I think a lot of people have with the spiritual health piece is you're sitting there like praying and hoping and and that is amazing. I'm not trying to say anything about that, but then you're not actually the doing like what if God's opening the door for you to take a step into some of this discomfort, but you're waiting for him to do something. So you're just continuing to knock on the door and not understanding that he opened that door two years ago and you just still haven't stepped through. And he's like, dude, come on in. Like (laughs) the water's fine. Come on, come out and do it. And it is, it's a core of our being. It's a core of who we are as a couple, as a married couple, as individuals. And so it's very important to your overall health. And I know of the times where I personally fall off is the times where I'm spiraling and in a more depressed and anxious state when I let my spiritual health fall away too. So it's just an important piece for us. And I don't know what it is for you but maybe it's something you want to explore. Guys, I think that when you look at your whole life, you need to really find, like Brandon was saying in the beginning of this episode, find the areas where maybe things are a little bit rough and then take just that one area. Take just that one area for this summer growth series. Use the rest of the summer and into fall to concentrate right there and make that part of you healthy and strong. And from there, your growth your belief system, everything will flourish. You will become so much more capable, so much more able to do the things that you set out to do because you have grown this one area exponentially and all the others will naturally follow. Man, I couldn't have said it better myself. I love it. If you guys have been enjoying this summer growth series, please share it over on social media and make sure to tag us at The Fools in Love. We'd love to hear from y'all. If you ever need any help, if you ever have any questions, just reach out to us on the DM. You can also email us at hello at thefoolsinlove.com. And if you haven't checked out the previous episodes in this series, make sure you go back and do that. You won't want to miss it. And we'll see y'all next week. We love y'all.